God has taken away the old nature that was weak through sin. The sin nature, the sinful nature has been removed. We have a new nature now in Christ. And that new nature is Romans chapter 12 from verse 1. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. According as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. Glory be to God. Now we're not, first is that we're supposed to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service or our spiritual act of, of, of worship. Amen. And, and then we, come, we do not conform ourselves to this world, to this world's way of thinking. Hallelujah. In, in, the, in, the, in the Gospels, he says, in the book of Matthew, he says that, he says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things that the Gentiles seek after, all right, God would, add, would be added unto you. Praise the Lord. Seek God's way of doing things. Hallelujah. And we talked about the fact that renewing the mind or not being conformed to this world and being transformed through the renewing of the mind, it has to do with the fact that we don't continue to think how the world sees things, the world's viewpoint of things, but God's way of doing things. Praise the Lord. You know, um, as, as we go into, uh, as we go uh, through the uh, course of life, Hallelujah, things will happen, and when they happen, what shows what our minds have been renewed is the action that we take, amen? Is the action that we take in situations that come across us in life. Hallelujah. Now, God has given us our ability in Christ Jesus when we got saved, all right, to be able to do the things that he expects us to do. Now, every Christian, when God is giving instruction, God expects that the Christian obeys everything he's been saying from the beginning. Hallelujah. And so we get saved. We get saved. We give our lives to Jesus. The next thing is that every believer should be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Receive the fullness of the Spirit. Glory be to God. If we don't have the Holy Spirit, all right, we will not be able to fulfill the call of God upon our lives. The purpose of God upon our lives will not be able to fulfill it. Hallelujah. In the book of Acts chapter 19, you see a pattern in the Bible that shows us that every believer should be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak with other tongues. Amen. God expects us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Every single believer now, in Acts chapter 19, I begin to read from verse 1. It says, And it came to pass that when I, while, while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus. And finding certain disciples, 
He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Now, it would seem um, out of sorts or uh, um, it doesn't make sense to say to a people, have you received the Holy, Holy Ghost since you believed? If that was not a, a normal sequence of events, do you understand? He expects that everybody who believes, the next step is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If not, he wouldn't say it that way. Does that make sense? I'll say it again. He wouldn't come and say, and the Bible says he found certain disciples. He said, finding certain disciples, he said unto them, that verse 2 says, he said unto them, have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? Meaning that God expects, or the apostle expected, rightly so, by the Spirit of the Lord, that everyone who gets saved, the next step is for the person to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm making an emphasis here for, you know, because it's important. Without the Holy Spirit, you will not fulfill God's plan and purpose for your life as a believer. It's not possible. Because Christianity is a supernatural life. Hallelujah. It's not a natural life. It's a spiritual life that has an impact on our physical or natural living. Glory be to God. And he said unto them, now he said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, unto what then were ye baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him who should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. The, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and you begin to speak with other tongues, that is the gateway to the supernatural. Every other thing comes through there. Praise the Lord Jesus. And the power or grace, that is the spirit of grace. That the power to live for God comes from there. Hallelujah. It's important. And the power or the ability to comprehend spiritual things come from the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to the disciples, he said, I have many things to say unto you. But you're not able to bear them now. Habit when the spirit of truth is come. He will guide you into all truth. And show you things to come. Hallelujah. He said that he will take of mine and show it unto you. Amen. Things that Jesus wanted to say to the church that he could not say because they had no capacity in their minds to receive them. When the Holy Spirit comes into a person, as you begin to pray in the Spirit, you will receive capacity to receive, to understand, to comprehend these spiritual things. When you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, it's easy to give up. He said, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, those, there are people who get saved, and after getting saved, 
they begin to still open their minds to the things that they were used to before. The same music they were playing before, they're still playing it. That has all the vulgar things, all the negative things that they were used to before. They're still listening to it. Their minds are not going to be renewed. As you pray in the spirit, you're going to become uncomfortable with these things. You just notice that, ah, I'm not enjoying this thing like I used to. And the more you pray, the more you're going to discard them. The more you pray, the more you, you fellowship with God. Some things are just not going to work right that you were doing before. As you, when you get saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, all those things need to get out of your life. You used to be a member of a cult or, or, or a, a fraternity that has you know, a supernatural or a spiritual connotation in that they have initiations and there are spiritual things that happen. There are spirits controlling things in that environment. You need to get out of there. You need to, you need to resign your membership. Write a letter to them. Tell them you're leaving. And walk away. Because you're not a child of God. God does not share his glory with your fraternity or cult. Or somebody who used to read metaphysical books, these occultic books and all of that, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You need to discard that way of thinking and get God's way of thinking through his word. Hallelujah. You need to burn those books. All that music you used to listen to, you need to throw them out. You don't get into all of that. You let those things go from your life. It's part of your Repentance is part of your renew, the renewing of your mind because it's going to choke the word. If you keep exposing yourself to it, you're going to choke the word and it will become unfruitful. All of these things that do not edify, do not build up spiritually, you need to set them aside. Sometimes they can be friends. They can be people that you went to school with. They've been your buddies for many years, some 10, 20, 30 years. Talk to them about Jesus. And if they're not interested, let them go. Because you're either influencing them or they're influencing you. The Bible says that he that walketh with the wise will become what? Wise. A companion of fools will what? Be destroyed. If you don't want to be destroyed, you need to look at your company. You need to look at the people you keep company with. If all your friends are drug addicts, they're your friends. I'm not saying people you're trying to help. They're your friends. The likelihood that that spirit will come upon you over the years is very high. If you don't take time. They're your bo- because what fellowship had light with darkness? What, how can they be your friends? You know, when Christians try to tell me, there's some things you tell me, and I'm wondering, no, it's not possible. But if people who are living for the devil are your friends, best friends, you talk, you know, 24-7 you're talking. What are you talking about? The only way they can be your friends is that your conversation is on their terms, not yours. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing 
of your mind. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. So this I say and solemnly testify in the name of the Lord, as in his presence, that you must no longer live as the heathen, the Gentiles do, in their perverseness, in the folly, vanity, and emptiness of their souls, and the futility of their minds. Their moral understanding is darkened, and their reasoning is beclouded. They are alienated, estranged, self-banished from the life of God with no share in it. That is, because of the ignorance, the want of knowledge and perception and the willful blindness, how they see it, what they know, and the fact that they just don't want to know the truth. He says, and this is because or due to, the, to their hardness of heart to the sensitiveness of their moral nature. In their spiritual apathy, they have become callous and past feeling and reckless and have abandoned themselves a prey, a prey to unbridled, sensually eager and greedy to indulge in any form of impurity that their depraved desires may suggest and demand. But you did not so learn Christ. Now, let me say this. All these things were not spoken to those who are unregenerated. It's spoken to the born again believer. The reason is that our nature has changed. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. All things are become new and all these things are of God. God has taken away the old nature that was weak through sin. The sin nature, the sinful nature has been removed. We have a new nature now in Christ. And that new nature is obedient to God. Is righteous. And to do righteousness is his nature. So God says that we should not think the way we used to think because he has taken away the old and brought in the new. So let's say that somebody was a, a lady was a lesbian before she got saved. Before she got saved, she could say, I was born that way. But when you give your life to Christ, you become born new, born again. And so, a new nature has not come into being. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creature. All things are passed away. Old wantos have passed away. Now, as long as you are still thinking that the old things are there, the transformation will not take place. It means you did not run the update. Remember what it says in the book of Romans chapter 12 and in verse 2. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Entire renovation of your mind. Be ye transformed. Change in nature. Inform. Through the renewing of your mind. 
which means as you accept truths from the word of God, an update is automatically run by the Holy Ghost inside of you and produces what you have believed. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So as long as that person is thinking, oh, I'm still the old creature, I still, because I feel the way that I used to feel, I am still that person, and you're still walking like that, you're not going to be free. You have to accept what God is saying. With the heart, man believes unto righteousness. He believes that he's been made righteous, made, made right with God. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation, unto deliverance. So I have to accept what God is saying. First, I'm a new creature. I'm a new creature. I'm not who I used to be. Those, those, those winds of those spirits that try to manipulate you into that thing may come, but don't yield to it. Don't let the devil convince you that he's still in control because he's not in control. Just like you see sometimes people can, you know, come and hoodwink you with a, with a false narrative. Deceive people with a false narrative. You, you need to read the Bible. You need to read for yourself. For yourself. You need to read it for yourself and know what is in it. Hallelujah. You need to know what is written in it. Now let's keep reading because we haven't got to where we're going yet. Bible says you did not so learn Christ. Now, now that he says he did not so learn Christ, it means that if you see a believer living according to these things which are contrary, you know that that person is not walking with God. He's a believer. He's a Christian. He's maybe born again, but his mind is not yet renewed, so he's still living like he used to. And that needs to change. Assuming that you have really heard him and be taught by him, as all truth is in Jesus, embodied and personified in him. Strip yourselves of your former nature. Put off and discard your old unrenewed self. He says you put off your former nature. Discard your old unrenewed self, which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lusts and desires that spring from what? Delusion. Delusion. I, I, I love this next verse. It says, and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. Having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. A fresh, new, 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 new. I used to, you know, I'd be crazy. But now, I'm a child of God. I can't act crazy anymore. I used to get angry unnecessarily. You need to sit yourself down. Sit yourself down and put off the old man. And say, look, why am I angry? He said, put on the new man, the regenerate, the new nature. Put on the new nature. You're putting it on. You're putting it on. Created in God's image. God-like in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, rejecting all falsity and be done now with it. Let everyone express the truth with his neighbor. For we are all parts of of one body, members one of another. The truth he's talking about here is God's word. 
the sincere word of God that we're talking about with one another. We're sharing it. Everything that is beneficial to you, I'm going to share it with you. When angry, do not sin. Do not ever let your wrath, your exasperation, your fury or indignation last until the sun goes down. Leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. Let the thief steal no more. But rather let him be industrious, making an honest living with his own hands so that he may be able to give to those in need. All these things are things that we, thoughts that had been, things that had been programmed into a human being, perhaps because of where they grew up, that you have to unprogram. You were an impolite, rude person because you were raised in the streets. When you come into Christ, discard those things and learn how to behave. Because in the scriptures, we are taught how to behave. Let him, the, the King James says, let him that stole steal no more. If there are things that you were doing that are not of God, stop doing them. Start somewhere. You say, say Pastor, you know, wait, wait, wait. start somewhere. Start with the easiest one and start coming, start changing. Start changing. Don't, don't, you know, sometimes people try to battle everything in the kingdom at the same time and they fall apart. If anger is the first thing, maybe you have other things that are bothering you and all of that. Deal with the anger first. Unforgiveness. Deal with it. <laughs> 